Welcome to Level with Emily. This is music by Nicolas de Ferran. He's a French composer and a return guest to Level. We heard first had Nicholas on in March of 2019, and we talked about a game called They Are Billions, which has an orchestral score. This time around, we talk about Scrap Riders, which is a point-and-click adventure slash beat-em-up game that came out just a few weeks ago in January 2023. So I'll talk to you more about that in just a minute. But I do want to say that Nicholas, even he was a return guest, uh, but under a different name because he went under a nickname back in the day. He went under Nicholas Dieterichs, and now he's using his surname, Nicholas DeFerrin. So you'll recognize his voice, but maybe not his name, and that's why. So Scrap Riders, the game we talk about this time around, very 80s vibe based off its pixel art. It's got like a cyberpunk style. You're a dude in a biker gang that are called the Scrap Riders. And the music travels through all kinds of different styles of the 80s, which is right up my alley, of course, even just the opening notes that you heard just a moment ago. I just loved it. So, you know, obviously this score very different than the score that Nicholas and I talked about in 2019, which again was orchestral. So uh, it was really fun to hear this from Nicholas. Join us on Discord. You'll find that link down in the show notes. We're on YouTube and Patreon as well. You'll find this chat that I had with Nicholas on YouTube, a video of it. Uh, And yes, please do uh, support us financially if possible. That website is patreon.com slash level. All right. Here's Nicholas talking about scrap writers. Scrap writers is a mashup between two very different genres. Um, the first one being a, a classic ad- a point and click adventure like Monkey Island. Uh, full throttle, that that kind of uh, you know the old uh, Lucas Art games, mm-hmm. and the other one being uh, classic beat demo games like Streets of Rage or uh, Final Fight, uh, Battle Dodes, that kind of things. Yeah, the game is set in a post-apocalyptic cyberpunk world. Um, you play as Rust, who's a member of the outlaw biker gang called the Scrap Riders. And the gang members are basically smugglers, so they deli- uh, they sell devices, alcohol, and everything that they can to make some money. And one day, one of their goods is stolen by a rival gang, and the story spirals into a whole adventure as they try to recover it. And the game is very, very funny. It has a lot of humor and a lot of uh, pop culture references. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a full pixel art, very, very pretty, I think. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, the like the opening scene, I just burst out laughing because it's funny. It is funny. Like he's it, it just funny, like yeah. hung over in his bed in his underpants and it's just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the game is kind of like that all the time. Um yeah. it's, uh, it has kind of sometimes kind of a how to say it, a crude humor, humor, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not for not for children, but it's very funny. There's there are a lot of very funny situations. Um mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a cool game.
And the soundtrack is just a delight because it's like, oh, thank you. It's kind of like Blade Runner meets Chip Tunes meets right. like all these really great '80s kind of genres colliding. Yeah. So in the game, you fight and interact with different uh, factions, so to speak, different gangs, and we wanted each uh, factions and uh, and places in the in the world to have a very distinctive um, audio, uh, uh, how to say it, uh, universe. And uh, so we yeah. we mixed the synthwave genre with a lot of different stuff, like you say, chip tunes, but also metal, uh, jazz, yeah. you know. Um, so yeah, it was uh, quite a lot of fun. Yeah, there are definitely a few times where your jazz piano skills kind of totally. creep in, which is really that was fun. The project I just to, got the yeah, biggest that was, kick. This project was the opportunity to to have fun with that. Yeah, yeah. And I heard that a lot later in, in the yes. soundtrack. Um, but yeah, you'd mentioned also like the metal, like there's like kind of like Norwegian, like Viking yeah, that's, metal, right? Yes. Like with the double exactly. bass drum triplet yeah, situation. Yeah, so yeah. there's one faction in the game called the Vikings, simply the Vikings. And mm-hmm. um, it was our idea to uh, mix, to, to, yeah, to add a northern uh, metal to, to the soundtrack. Because we could have done, you know, Viking sounds like traditional Viking sounds, like uh, you know, horns and, and and drums. Yeah. But we wanted to avoid going too obvious, and mm. uh, so we decided on the on the northern uh, metal thing uh, instead. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that really works well for me on this soundtrack is that there is this general style, but then you add these other elements to it to mm-hmm. kind of, right. you know, enhance the the music. Yeah, absolutely. One of the challenge, uh, sorry, one of the challenges I think was to keep some kind of homogeneous uh, and consistent sound. Uh, through all the soundtrack, but to include all those elements uh, and you know have the right balance between consistency and and being unique. You know, we mentioned how different this is than the last time we spoke. They are billions. I mean, what was it right. like for you to to just do that 180? Uh, so much fun, <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> but that's the thing uh, that um, the audience usually don't know is that composers can do much more than one more, one style. You know, we are we are like sponges when we listen to music uh, since we are kids. Uh, yeah. We absorb everything we we listen to, and I I've listened to a lot of metal, a lot a lot of um, of electronica, uh, of, obviously a lot of jazz um, and uh, punk rock, and and so all this um, 
it felt it felt natural to to do this kind of soundtrack, even if I never did it before. Mm-hmm. All those influences were not uh, um, strangers to me. If, sure, if you know what I mean. I do. Yeah. Now, did you collaborate with another composer? Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. I was going to mention it. So uh, maybe I should uh, talk about how I came came into the project. Sure. Because this is linked to that collaboration. So. Um, Mark Selma, who is the audio director of the game, okay. um, hired me a year ago, I think. And at the very start of the project, uh, like for a lot of video games, Mark was doing everything himself. So, you know, music, sound design, integration, audio QA, and blah, blah, blah. But with all the very tight deadlines that the game had, he quickly realized that if he wanted to deliver a high-quality product on the audio side, he had to let something go. Mm. And we've been friends for almost 10 years. We, we met at uh, GDC. Oh, fun. And so he, he knew my music and my work ethics. And yeah, that's why he called me to take over the music. But he already did a few tracks before I came in. And he, he created that... Um, that audio palette, so to speak. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, and yeah, and in that sense, yeah, it was a real collaboration because he acted, w- once I came in, he, he acted like a, a music director. Sure. Sort, you know, giving me feedback and direction. But it was very, very cool because he let me be as creative as I wanted to be. Hmm. He was always open to my ideas, even the most crazy ones. And, <laughs> um, and, and it was just a delight to work on this game and to work with Mark. He's a very, very good composer and he has yeah. great musical ear and, uh, and we had so much fun. At the end of the project, we didn't want it to end. We were like, no, it's the last track. <laughs> Why can't we have more tracks to do? It was just a lot of fun. Yeah, well, hopefully there will be a sequel or something because it is really, really fun. I'd love to. And I, and I loved his tracks as well. So, you know, you pass yeah. that along to him if you, if you would. Um, I will. They're, they're really great. He definitely set a good tone for you to like pass the baton and and yeah uh, totally yeah and you mentioned that there are more uh, jazz influences uh, towards the end of the of the soundtrack yeah and that there's a reason for that it's the first tracks of, of the game Mark was going for a more ambient uh, and um, yeah more ambient soundtrack so to speak less melody mm-hmm. and and less uh, you know hits and, bah, bah, and less things like that sure and the first tracks I I wrote where kind of uh, I was following his direction very closely, and the more I wrote the music, the more I could, you know, feel uh, comfortable and 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 just uh, take it in the direction that I uh, that that I liked more. Just all the synth bass, right? Like it's such an '80s thing, but having yeah. like synthy bass is just so fun. It's a lot of fun, and what's funny is that I'm not from the '80s. I was born in '89, uh, so I'm more okay. a, a '90, early 2000 kid. So all that stuff, I didn't have really that uh, '80s sound influence uh, with me. Mm-hmm. But what was what was very funny is to use those old school synth uh, synthesizers mm-hmm. and to to play the music I was comfortable with, uh, but with those sounds. 
if you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Did you did you pick up any um, new equipment or synths or patches or what did you get for this project? Yeah, I, yeah, I bought a lot of synths oh, actually cool. for this project. <laughs> I have a full here. I have a full modular uh, synthesizer okay. here that I wow. used. Um, and yeah, I also used a lot of uh, uh, soft synths, so like uh, software, virtual synths, but that yep. I reamped in uh, analog gear to give a, oh. a, a like a warm sound, you know, more distortions, yep. uh, compression, uh, that kind of thing. Oh, fun! Yeah, that's super fun. Uh, the track called "Even a Toaster Would Fall in Love." <laughs> <laughs> there, I mean, it's it's a very like. A straightforward track, right? But then right. you put in these little tiny, super chaotic drum fills that are just <laughs> great, and I loved that addition. Yeah, the, the yeah the drum programming was so much fun. I, I like it was one of the most the funniest thing in the pro, the whole project. And what I like a lot about this track is that it's super quantized. So there's not a lot of okay. like when a drummer, if a real drummer would play it, there yeah. would be a lot more uh, subtle uh, rhythmic placement. You mm -hmm. know, if I, you mm -hmm. know what I mean. Yeah. But I, I decided to quantize it like very hard, and <laughs> and strangely it gives that a, some kind of groove. The fact that it's so quantized, yeah, it, it creates a, that particular groove that that that, that works with that that tempo. Uh, I don't know what it is. It, 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 it's kind of the, one of the magic thing of, about music, you know. Yeah. Uh, but usually, uh, the the advice, the general advice is: do not quantize too much. Do not quantize too much. Right. But yeah. but li like for for this, I was right on the grid. You know, no no subtle thing. Super quantized and and yeah, it, I think it works very well. And I, yeah. I love this track. Yeah. So what made you, was it just a kind of a creative spark that was like, I want this drum fill right here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of. You know, the way I, I wrote the music was very like, like a jam, like I was jamming. And sometimes I was just in the street with my, my, my dictaphone, my iPhone sure. and, and just improvising one of the tracks. Uh, so for example, I, I have it on my on my on my phone, I can send it to you if you want. I have the whole track, uh, the one that is called "Dude, I Want to Be a Star." Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> I, I, I was just with, in the streets with my iPhone, improvising like
When I do that, I I I naturally do the the, the drum feel like I look like an idiot, of course. Every everybody's looking at me, you know, like who's this guy? But uh, but because uh, the music is so fun and the game is so fun, that creative mm -hmm. process was um, perfectly uh, suitable for you know for this kind of music. It was just so much yep. fun to improvise uh, drum feels and, and cool grooves. Um, yeah, and yeah, I I just came uh, came back home uh, to the studio with my recording and basically I just re-recorded it but it's oh, exactly that's fantastic. the same yeah dude I want to be a star is it's such a goofy little track and uh and the the chiptune stuff comes out yeah. really well too yeah and what's funny this track is my favorite of the from the soundtrack and <laughs> it it is actually a rejected track that oh really <laughs> that was supposed to be yeah it was sorry this this track was supposed to be uh And at a very important place of the game, moment okay. of the game, and Mark was like, "No, dude, that's that's too funny. It sounds like Inspector Gadget. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want that in the game." And I was like, "Damn, but I love it." And we we find a place for it, but it's a very very short moment of the game. Okay. Yeah, it's my favorite, but it's it's originally a rejected track. <laughs> oh, how funny! That's amazing because yeah, it's it's a really good one. And again, it's just like so many of the tracks just would would start. And then I would just be smiling, you know, because yeah, cool. because they have that energy to them and it's just fun and it's not like epic, dark orchestral <laughs> or, or even epic, dark electronic. It's just right. got this, you know, kind of freedom to it, which is fun. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah. For the, the kind of chiptune influence, um, Undertale was one of my big influence, uh, the music mm. for Undertale. Yeah. by Toby Fox. Uh, it's one of my favorite soundtrack of all time. I think um, the way Toby Fox composed and I mean, it's not technically impressive, but the way it's uh, it works in the game, the, you know, the flow with the flow of the story, the rhythm, uh, how it's, it, it arrive at just the right moment. Um, mm -hmm. it, it makes it one of my favorite soundtrack of all time. And, and yeah, it was big influence for me for, for this game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so let's talk just the tiniest bit then about your the metal part of the of right. the soundtrack. So, you know, King of the Vikings is one of the tracks, and 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 I just I just love the triplets and the like double kick drum <laughs> and all of that. Was that um, is that all just like programmed that you're programming? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So the, the metal <laughs> thing was Mark uh, Izzy. Yeah. Um, and this track, King of the Vikings, we. We composed. It, it's the only track that we composed the both of us, like on the same track. Okay. Um, he started to to write this track, but couldn't finish it because he had so yeah. many other things to do. And mm -hmm. I I took over, you know, to 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 finish the the composition. 
And uh, yeah, uh, it was all programming, and I have two I have two uh, bass drum tracks, and one for the regular kick, and one for the the, the doubling. Yeah, yeah. And if if you look at the at the at the MIDI sequence, it's like like all black <laughs> black notes all the all, all the way through. <laughs> Then there's Long Live the Sheep. Talk to me about uh, about that track. Yeah, uh, so I believe this is... Uh, no, well, I don't, I don't believe, I'm sure. Uh, it's, um, <laughs> it's the track that plays when you are in the robot area. So okay. basically in the city of the, of the game called Uber City, you, there is a corner where, where it's all robots and they are doing a, de- a demonstration in the street to free themselves from the u- the human oppression, some, something like that. <laughs> okay. It's a, an exploration phase, but we wanted to make it uh, you know, exciting. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of uh, tricky to find that, that, that balance between, uh, between exploration and not the music, not too uh, in the front, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, because mm-hmm. it can be annoying. And uh, and the you know the the exciting part and the 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 chip the chip tune part. We'll come back to uh, Scrap Writers in just a minute because I have just a few more sure. tracks I want to talk about. But, sure. you know, since since it has been four years since I spoke with you, um, you know, how have you been? What what other musical projects have you uh, been able to work on? And I've been working like crazy. And good, um, good. I actually, I actually had a kid in 2021. Oh, congratulations. And, and <laughs> everything. Uh, <laughs> thank you. And everything... Uh, became uh, harder, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> work-wise, I mean. Sure, but, sure. Uh, yeah, I've been working a lot and um, I've been working, uh, uh, I've been scoring podcasts, uh, TV shows, okay. uh, other games that I cannot talk about, unfortunately. Okay, yet, right? Like someday we, we can talk about yeah, them, maybe? I, yeah, I, I would love it. And um, <laughs> yeah, I've been actually incredibly busy, incredibly busy. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, even during uh, the, the COVID, because yeah, COVID happened. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah. uh, since last time, <laughs> and uh, yeah, even during COVID, I was lucky to you know keep working. Uh, mm-hmm. Haven't had any or too much uh, downtime. Yeah. So so yeah, no, I've been I've been super lucky for sure. Oh, that's good. That's good. I'm glad. Uh, you know, as far as games, film, TV, is it is games your favorite, or do you have a favorite? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Games for sure, <laughs> all day. Yeah. There's something about games that that you don't find in other media. There is a, a creativity that that is so so huge and 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 over, overwhelming uh, in games that that doesn't exist so much in in TV I don't know I don't know why I mean there's a lot of TV shows with great music there's no denying that but yeah but 
games are, are special and not just because I'm a fan, but because I think the medium really gives you so much opportunity to be creative. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just so much fun. The community is it's much cooler. I'm sorry, but it's, it's way cooler <laughs> to work in games. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the audience is, is, is great. Uh, the game music fans are, are super cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, there, there is that, uh, atmosphere in, in, in the game mm-hmm. industry that I mm-hmm. just love, you know? Yeah. And of course we're speaking on January 23rd, 2023. And, uh, the game just came out like scrap yep. writers just came out like two weeks ago on the ninth or something yes. like that. Yeah, yeah. That's it, yeah. And how has the reception been good and really good. Yeah. 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 It's really good. We were, I mean, I think that the team was a little bit scared because it was their first big game. Okay. They had a game before, but much more, much uh, smaller. Mm-hmm. And they, yeah, it was their first game with a publisher and everything. And um, so they were, you know, a bit anxious about the reviews, but, no, it's been it's been great, great, especially about the music. We are super, super happy about awesome. uh, the the reception. Yeah, where do people find the music if they want to hear it? It's going to come out with Black Screen Records uh, in great. a few weeks. No date yet, but we are working okay. on it. Okay, good, good. So it will be out Digital there for folks. Yeah. Good. Yes, absolutely. Sweet. absolutely, sweet. That's great. Uh, so. There's a track called PC, and then in binary code, it spells yeah. PC, which is, I, of course, had yeah. to look up. It's Good not catch. like I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I just was like, well, this definitely spells something in binary code. So, <laughs> um, And I just love how hectic this track is. It's just like there's like a billion things going on, which is really fun. So tell me about it. So, yeah, this game is, um, no, sorry, this track is uh, the track that plays for the, um, the robot bus. Okay. It's a robot bus fight. Yeah. And actually, so the name is PC101, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But in the game, <laughs> the name of the bus is just uh, one and zeros. Okay. And it doesn't spell PC, it spells PC motherfucker, I think. <laughs> <laughs> And, but we didn't want to put that in the in the in the title track because it was too long. Yeah, yeah. But that's uh, <laughs> if you know binary, you can you can catch that while, while playing the game. And um, and it's just uh, yeah, it's it's a crazy bus. It's ca- it's kind of difficult to to beat. And it, it's mm. a giant computer with big hands that try to smash you. And yeah. Uh, and yeah, it was uh, a lot of fun. It was the first track that I wrote in that style with a, with a chip tune element uh, to okay. it. Okay. I always start with the boss fight because that's the most intense. You know, I can yeah. get, the, I can go super intense and then uh, turn it down a little bit for the other mm-hmm. tracks. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, also big Undertale influence on this one, probably the most.
Do you uh, find any difficulty writing combat music, or do you like writing combat music compared to non-combat music? Um, I think both kind of music have their challenges. Mm -hmm. But for Scrap Riders, it was just a lot of fun. <laughs> again, <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm going. I'm going to say it again. It was just so much fun from yeah. from start to begin, <laughs> and I had I had no difficulties whatsoever to awesome. to write combat music. You know, I just could go. <laughs> As crazy as I wanted, yeah, uh, and just have a lot of fun. So, yeah. so no, it was it was. I think it was harder in the billions for sure. Um, okay, yeah. Um, but you know, for this, it was just a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Did you record all of this yourself? No yes. other outside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was on my own. Yeah. Now, Nicholas, I know that you're also a gamer. Maybe since you had your child, maybe not as much. But uh, have you? <laughs> what have you been playing lately? If you've had time. Yeah, I just started to play Dying Light 2. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And it's amazing. It's <laughs> I was blown away. I didn't expect it to be so good. Um, I mean, mm. to be that good. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Olivier de Rivière did the music. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm friends with Olivier and I worked with him. Yeah. And I was so excited to, to hear uh, his score. And um, yeah, so I just started that. But as you said, uh, yeah, since my kid was born, I didn't have a lot of time to play game, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> just no started no to Elden Ring for it. you? <laughs> no, don't have time. <laughs> yeah. Maybe in super easy mode, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that's a thing. I mean, I mean, I I put so many hours into that game, but um, but yeah. Yeah, that's funny. I play all my game on easy now because yeah. otherwise I, I just don't have time to, to play the game until the end. It's just impossible. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, and I definitely do that for games that, how would I even say this? Like when I played The Last of Us years and years ago, that game, you know, if it's if there's a little bit of horror... <laughs> If there's a little bit of scary stuff, I just, I don't want to really linger in that world and I want to oh, play yeah. it on easy. You know, I'm just yeah. like, let's just get through this. It's so traumatizing. I, yeah. I think I played the first one on normal, but second one on easy for sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, and did you, with scrap writers, uh, were they sending you art or were you playing builds or I how had, was that? Yeah. Yeah, I had the builds. I think it's okay. super important to be able to play the game when you when you write music for a game mm -hmm. because you need the, the player um, the player's experience. You know, you you need to yeah. feel what the game is like as a player. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you don't really you know videos of uh, of gameplays. It's useful, but it's not the real thing. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and that's that would be my advice for any game composer. If you want to to really write the right music for the game, you need to play the game. It's, yeah. you, know, you need to play it yourself because mm -hmm. that's the only way to get the, the real feel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's another track called Superpower, which, yes. again, it's just intense and wonderful. <laughs> I mean, a lot of these tracks are balls to the wall, right? Uh, so, right. <laughs> so talk to me about Superpower. Yeah, it's the last, uh, last track that you will hear in the game. And it is one of the last that I wrote. Um and so so yeah it's a, the final boss basically okay and uh, I wanted to be as powerful as possible so that's why it starts with a pam <laughs> pam pam. <laughs> and that's one of the on the of the only tracks where you 
can hear the main theme. Yeah. Um, and I had a lot of fun reharmonize the, the, the theme that Mark wrote. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I took the theme and add a lot of different chords and, and yeah, basically reharmonized it. Mm -hmm. Again, very, very funny track to write. To write. Nicholas, do you uh, ever perform piano anywhere or do you just not I have time? I used to. Okay. I okay. used to. Um, and I was originally wanted to have a career in as, as a jazz pianist. Mm -hmm. um, so I started to do, you know, piano bar and uh, playing at weddings and you know, things like yeah, that, you know, yeah. the tra traditional uh, career path for a pianist. <laughs> but I quickly switched to composition that was much more mm. fulfilling to me. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, no, I don't perform. Never, never, yeah. never, ever. <laughs> uh, but yeah. you know, if the opportunity arises, I would love to to consider it. But uh, yeah. I, I, I just don't have the opportunities because now I'm a composer and mm -hmm. and that that's what I do. That's that's what uh, people know me as. But yeah, if if someone would say, "Hey, do you want to, perf to perform Scrap Riders Music Live?" I would say yeah. yes for yeah. sure. <laughs> And, and Mark is a drummer, so we could do a band. <laughs> oh, how funny! That would be so perfect. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. So I'm. 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 Yeah. Let's call um, the Game Awards. You know, they do <laughs> live performance. Please nominate Scrap Riders, and <laughs> and we can do a little a little show. Little gig. That'd be awesome. <laughs> and we did. You know, I did kind of mention that there are a few times where your jazz piano, you get some really great lines in there. Um, talk to me a little bit about deciding to toss those in there. Yeah, it just again, just because of of the the, the kind of the jam element of my composition process mm. for this project, mm. you know, um, I had when once I have the the rhythm and and the chords and all the pop pop pop, I can just take a synth, a funny synth sound and and just improvise yeah. over it and and add some little licks and and things like that. And mm. also, I wanted to. I wanted the music to feel very alive because the yeah. world of the game is is vibrant. You know, it's gorgeous pixel art, and I wanted the music to reflect that. And adding all those little leaks and and things like that, yeah. it really helps with uh, um, that that side. Yeah, and it just makes it so unique and special too, right? It just like definitely sets it apart from other soundtracks like it, right? right? You know, yeah, I mean, not you. that there are other soundtracks like this, really, necessarily, but you know what I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, um, and of course, last time we spoke, uh, we did talk a little bit about some of your favorite jazz pianists, and I do get the sense that you don't have a ton of free time, but are, are you listening much these days, or is it pretty much yeah, focusing I try on... To. Yeah, yeah, so I'm actually these days I've been digging into old Keith Jarrett recordings. Um, oh, Keith Jarrett! Notes. Yeah, from the yeah. from the 70s and 80s, because yep. it 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 is a period of uh, his career where he has a lot of folk influences, which I mm. love. You know, the European quartet with Jan Garbarek, um, yeah. the, the Köln concerts, the, those kind of recordings. And country. I've been mm -hmm. digging on, in YouTube, on YouTube. There's a lot of very rare stuff, uh, you know, cool. badly recorded, but whatever. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I've been 
on a Jared uh, mood for <laughs> a few months now. Yeah, one of my favorite albums way back in the day, I think it's called Still Live with mm. Gary Peacock and Jack DeJohnette. Yes. Yeah. And I think it starts, I think the whole album starts with like You and the Night and the Music, which is one of my mm -hmm. favorite standards. And, mm -hmm. you know, if you can get past his vocalizations, right? Because he's such yes. a such a vocalizer yeah. when he when he plays. But, and you know, he doesn't do that when he plays classical music. Did you know this? He's no. talked yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, he's like, I don't know why I don't do that. Yeah, but I just and Glenn, don't. Gould, Glenn Gould do it, and he's Glenn a classical Gould composer. Glenn Gould definitely did it, yes. He was and, like... And that's why um, <laughs> Kiss Jarrett's uh, Bach, uh, Bach recordings are my favorite, because it's very simple. Yeah, it's yeah. very simply played, mm -hmm. and no vocalization, Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and and... He he sticks to the to the score, uh, and I, I just think he his recordings of classical music shows a, a, show a lot of respect to the composer, you know, yes. because he doesn't interpret so much. I would say, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I, I say that without any, uh, you know, it, I mean, I, to me, it's a quality uh, in yeah. that case. Yep. And um, and regarding the jazz stuff, I can totally get past his vocalization. Oh, of course, yeah. He's, out of this world, he's the yep. best. One to me is the, one of the best musicians in history. In the history of music, you know. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he, what what he does when 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 you when you listen closely, it's just absolutely mind blowing what he does. <laughs> yeah. It's incredible. It is. Yeah. So Keith Jarrett, everyone, listen to Keith Jarrett. Whether you listen to his classical recordings or his jazz recordings, listen to Keith Jarrett. It, it'll be well worth your time. Oh, sure. And and you know, I when I listen to Bach, uh, I. I do very much gravitate toward performances that mm -hmm. don't have a lot of um, extra yeah. em emotion added to them. It, maybe too. that's the yeah. wrong word, but I like it to be simple and straightforward. Yeah, me too. I think yeah. still, I think Glenn Gould is one of my favorite uh, yes. Max interpreter, uh, yes. yeah, player. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But he doesn't do so much extra stuff I, I think he yeah. he has a he has a way of making some of the lines sing sing I don't know how he does it but mm -hmm. some of the counterpoint that you wouldn't necessarily hear with another pianist he yeah. make it sing and and yeah, <laughs> he's it's amazing he's, he's, he's incredible he yeah is. but yeah. I'm, I'm the same as you I, I, I like when it's rather simple for Bach's music mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I agree uh, so you said with Scrap Writers, you said uh, it was about a year ago that you started working yes. on it? Yes. Wow. We did everything in a few months. Yeah. That's that's a lot of writing. That was intense. Yeah. <laughs> that was intense. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> do you think you write quickly or do you feel like you write just, at, at, I mean, at, yeah. I think I'm a, no, I think I'm a pretty fast composer. Okay. Um, once, once I understood what the game was about and what the music should be about, it it went quite quick because, as I said, I was just jamming. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, so I could totally meet the deadlines. Um, yeah. But still, it was, yeah, it was still a pretty intense, yeah. It's so good. I just thoroughly enjoyed it. And uh, 
I, I'm excited to hear about these projects you can't talk about too. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to that. But is, is you know, what else do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk more about scrap writers or anything that I've forgotten to? Um, I don't think I have so much more to say, to be honest. I'm, I have a pretty boring life. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, um, yeah. But no, yeah, I'm, uh, again, I'm, well, I, I'm going to take this opportunity to first thank you for, for having me. It's, it's always mm -hmm. a blast to, to talk with, uh, to you. And I'm going to thank uh, Mark Selma also to, uh, because he brought me into this project with Swatch. Yeah. It's it was one of my favorite projects of my career. Um, awesome. Uh, it was uh, different from everything I've, I've done before and that I will do. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I had, I had so much fun. Just, it was just, uh, just pleasure from start to end. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so no, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in a good place right now. I'm super happy. <laughs> That's great. That's great. And a new, a new baby to, well, maybe not a baby baby anymore, right? One year, 21 well, probably months. 21 months, 21 months. Yeah. yeah. So walking and starting to talk and all the yes. things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very wow. cute. Doesn't sleep, but very cute. <laughs> she's like, she's like a little cute demon. <laughs> <laughs> An angel of chaos. An angel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. And do you live uh, in Paris? Where Where are you in France? Yeah, in the suburb, but basically okay. uh, very close to Paris. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Did you grow North up in Paris. Paris in in that area? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I grew up here. Um, studied I uh, studied music in Paris, then went to Boston to study at Berklee College of Music, and yeah. I came back. Uh, came back in the city in Paris for a while and then move again the, in yeah. the suburb. Yeah. Um, because I need a I need space. I need a studio. Uh, and mm -hmm. prices in Paris are crazy oh, high. I'm sure. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, suburb life is is just perfect for me. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Good. Cool. Well, Nicholas, pleasure as always. I'm so glad we got a chance to do this. I hope yeah, it won't be four years again before we talk next, but... <laughs> well, let's let's talk to some game developers so they yes, can hire exactly. me and so we can talk, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'll be on it. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so, so much for, for chatting thank you. with me Thank today. you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Level with Emily. You can learn more about Nicholas DeFerrin, see a playlist, and support Level with Emily at patreon.com slash level. You'll find the video of the chat that I had with Nicholas on the YouTube channel, Level with Emily YouTube channel. And please subscribe to that channel and get the notifications so you will know when we post our new videos and when we start our live chats that we do every Wednesday afternoon. Don't miss those. I'm Emily Reese. Sam Keenan is our producer. Say hi, Sam. Yeah. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Level With Emily and learn more about us at levelwithemily.com, managed by Adam Selvage at Tiki Web Services. And composer Brad Gentle helps us with our YouTube channel. Level With Emily Reese is a production of June Media Inc., Here at Level with Emily, we're part of the Audio Podcast Alliance. It features a hand-picked selection of the very best podcasts about sound. You can hear the latest episodes from our friends in the community at audiopodcast.org.